Are you all ready for some pure and utter fantasy football not <laughs> nonsense with the Rev and Chaza? I know I'm not. Let's preview game week two. <laughs> Hello fantasy managers and welcome back to our game week two preview show. I am the FPL Rev and I'm joined today by someone who is completely inimitable. They are one of a kind, they are unique, they are the man, the myth, the mullet. It's Chazza Roberts. Chazza, how are you doing mate? And I gave you one job before the start of the show was to make sure your mic wasn't muted. I... <laughs> your mic is still muted brother. Your mic is still muted. It's a button. There, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Oh my, what a start. What a start. <laughs> I, I did say yeah. to everyone, it's going to be pure and utter nonsense today because we are yeah. the, possibly the two most chaotic members of the FPL Addicts pod. So That's I hope you're I all in for one. Oh, yeah. I'm nice. Every Thursday, but now I'm back here to talk loads of stuff. Top nutrition advice yes. here already on the FPL Addicts podcast is go and get yourself pizza when you're supposed to be hosting the show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Before to be fair, mate, I've got to have a bit of a dig at you. I've got to have a bit, a bit of a dig at you before we start anything. Because um, were you at the game yesterday? I wasn't in Sydney, no, but I was no. in Melbourne watching it. With a yeah, I mean, you and... did give me enough stick about the Ashes. So, you know, I do have to give you some back, mate. Yeah. I'm afraid. So, um, yeah, come on. Come on, the Lionesses. Um, and I... Uh, Apologies to all of our Australian uh, viewers. Yes, Gary in, in the chat he says, Lionesses, boom. Yes, Gary knows. And uh, we yeah, are here so to rub it in your face today, Chazza. Yeah, about Lionesses. When I first looked at it and pronounced it, I called it Lionesses for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Well, I mean, to be fair, I can't really give you that much stick, actually, because... Not. To today, Chazza, I think for the first time maybe in FPL Addicts history, Am I on top of the mini league? Chazza Roberts is at the top of the mini league. Chazza, how does it feel to right now be the Burger King? Hey, well, there's one chance. Ticked that box to prove myself. Now I've got thirty more, 37 more chances to do so. Yeah, brilliant. So, how how did your game week one go then? Um, what was uh, what's what's the general feel and then as you're going into the season? Do you think that you're in for a good season this season then? It's still very very early days, but I was relatively pleased with how the team performed through the course of a week and got relatively lucky, especially with Sam Johnston in goal. Great pick. From you, by the way, Rev. So yeah, uh, I had the stats for us there, didn't I? Yeah. Ollie Watkins, look, he got okay with an assist, but I felt there were other more valued forwards that did a lot better for him. For example, Isaac and Jao Pedro, which is unfortunately don't have in my side. The captaincy worked, of course. Mm -hmm. Gabriel, great stuff. Showing up for four minutes didn't help either. So, 
Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure that that's something we'll um, we'll certainly um, speak about. But until then, um, Miriam offers her congratulations towards you, Chazza. Thank you. Um, yeah. So that's great. So um, yeah, let's talk about some of the um, some of the assets that were um, part of game week one's um, teams in in a fancy managers teams all over the globe. I think one of the more important um, people to start with is potentially, um, I would say, Stupinan, for me, yes. was a, a standout defender. So let's start with defenders. We've already mentioned goalkeepers a little bit. But um, for me, Stupinan um, was looking really lively. Um, I'm not getting too carried away because it was, you know, against Luton. But he still created six chances. He had two so shots on target. He, um, he had an uh, expected goal involvement of 0.97, which for a defender is is absolutely um, is is absolutely amazing. And uh, you were also there with um, a stupid man in your team as well, contributing to your pretty big score, Chazza. I was. It would have been really nice if they were able to put out a clean sheet against a newly promoted Bright Luton side. I've nearly said Brighton for one moment. But yes, an assist. And getting three bonus points despite getting a yellow card is the most jammiest of performances mm. from a player of his calibre. So he really can't complain. And we saw it in the back end the last few games of the previous campaign where he was definitely capable of producing such what he did on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and um, Gary also makes a great point here about game week one. He says a lot of players fell at hurdle one to injury, opening it up for some of the new players to shine. So um, a standout performance also ended in an injury for them is um, is Timber from Arsenal. Yeah, Charlie, did, really did, you, did you see Arsenal. that game? Yeah, yeah. It's just it was a massive sign for Mikel Arteta during the summer. Arteta exactly knew what he wanted, mm. and now that's just gone out the window for a majority of the campaign. I feel you could try as Tierney. I think. Zinchenko, but Gabriel Arsenal just have no luck with left backs, do they? Just... No, we don't. That's correct. Gabriel, I presume, would start away at Selhurst, but he's an issue in itself, which we'll mm -hmm. get on to very shortly. Safe to say, it was an, a content day ended with a sour note. Yeah, indeed. Uh, before we move on, uh, an FPL addict podcast legend, Mike Halpin. Always a pleasure to see you in the chat, mate. Yeah, um, but we'll continue with uh, Gary's uh, point to topic. Um, injuries that uh, allowed some other players to shine. John Stones as well. Um, he was another player that was in my team. Um, mm. And I got some, um, you know, uh, some early team news. I was I was following along to some, uh, some of the other streamers. So shout out to FPL Raptor. Shout out to FPL Mate. Um, Shout out to FPL Andy as well. Um, you know, let's talk FPL. Like they were all um, really great in sharing some some of that last minute team news. Uh, we got the wind of John Stones not starting, and um, so it was one of them in which I moved to. I I just wanted to start with Triple City, and I always, you know, felt like that that, that was the move. And then, um, you know, I put in uh, Phil Foden. Which obviously a blank, but he looked promising. And then I went with Julian Alvarez, who, who bagged a little assist as well. But I've been harping on about him all season. Did you have any uh, Man City assets there, Chazza? Just 
Haaland. Oh, yeah? But am I right in saying that you didn't actually start with Erling Haaland? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. You did, okay. That's a given. That goes well. He's the robot. He's in everyone's was... team, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you caught me out I want... there for a second because I thought you started with Stones, Foden, Alvarez. No, no, I took Stones out and I put I Luke Shaw in. Oh, Luke Shaw in, okay. And then, um, and then I went for uh, Alvarez and Foden yeah. as, as the just... other team. Oh, we may as well talk about City assets while we're on it. Start yeah, yeah. Or Stones, I feel. <laughs> I had a Super Cup last night and he just stayed on the bench. So I'm not sure if that's an indication that he will start at home to Newcastle, which is a massive game in itself for Man City. All of a sudden, Foden Alvarez, I think mm. they're the major beneficiaries now when you think about it because Kevin De Bruyne is out for a few months. With yeah, terrible injury. injury. Like, I think... You know, the these injuries, these ACL in- injuries seem to be getting out of hand. So everyone seems to be dropping like flies with them. But um obviously for our FPL teams it it does like I, I think I am a really fortunate person because everyone will be probably looking to scramble to get the likes of Phil Foden and Alvarez into their teams whilst I can begin to look a little bit further ahead now myself. Yeah, so um before we move on, go back to the chat. It's the Mr. Crescent himself, Tambir. Hello, yeah. mate. Uh, welcome to the pod. What a legend. Uh, met, met him in real life. Absolutely lovely, lovely guy. Super funny as well. Um, we'll uh, have a look at um, the next uh, thing on the uh, subject list is I've got uh, the Manchester United performance. Chaza, what I'll do you make this. of that? performance what a horror show from man united even though they won but talk about it winning ugly generous rev that was bang average from them they didn't like it. <laughs> it was bang <laughs> average <laughs> yeah. Wolves, yeah i felt they like definitely should have got something out of that game i really liked to look at cunha through the middle too he looked mm-hmm. so dangerous against that united defense mm-hmm. yeah united assets was disappointing I'm still back in Rashford for another week, only because I see that Tottenham game being relatively open. Because Tottenham, they can't defend for their lives, but they can attack. Mm-hmm. Similar to how United play these days. Bruno, look, in terms of holding that transfer, be worth holding on to. But he's more of a concern out of the two more, yeah. more assets because of Mount taking his corners. That was, yeah, that was... What you're about to it's say. a big point for me is is mm. the the lack of set pieces. We know how dangerous Bruno can be on set pieces, and the fact that those are now appear to have been taken away from him. Whilst Mason Mount is on the pitch, it's kind of hard to know what to do with him. I think for me right now, I'm tempted to go to someone like James Madison. I'm I'm thinking the same this week to be honest, but it's so well, important. At the same time, is like what's better, James Madison against Tottenham or Bruno? Sorry, James Madison against Man United or Bruno against Tottenham? I don't I don't think there's too much. There's not. I, lot, I don't feel like we've got enough information yet. No, we don't. And do you know I what I mean? There will be a yeah. lot In addition, you wouldn't want to do that move next week, only because Madison's away at Bournemouth, but. Fernandez ha- is at home tonight. It's in Forest. Park. It's not really worth nah. wasting the transfer when the fixtures are just. Yeah, yeah. It's pro- he's probably a hold for now. But if someone comes up which looks incredibly dangerous, Bruno right now for me is first on the chopping block. I kind of wanted to maybe think about a Jota or a Diaz. Yeah, 
And because Diaz got his goal, I'd like to maybe say that I'd be more tempted to go to Louis Diaz, especially for that Bournemouth game. I like I don't know about you, mate, but I'm gonna be watching that Liverpool Bournemouth game from behind the sofa. Fine. Because I I have no Liverpool assets at the moment. <laughs> you know, yeah. um but I could be tempted to to go Bruno to Louis Diaz or or to Diego Jota. Oh no, Diego is is Jota listed as a forward this season? Or a or a midfielder? I can't I can't remember. Let us know oh, in the comments. Last sentence. I expect you to just research on that website and find out if Jota is a mid or a forward. Okay. Yeah. Have well, a brief say on this game, okay? So last year, Salah Blanks, 9-0 surprisingly, but whoever starts, yeah. some attacker is going to get double digits. I just don't know yeah, who it is. Yeah, they are. And it's even a... bringing in a Liverpool attacker, what is the role? point of them being rotated? Because I saw Gakpo's position at Chelsea. They were going for four wingers that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it, it's, it's... Two wingers spots. It's true. And um, before we move on, I would like to share um, some stats. So from understat.com. Um, to for those of us who are struggling with our Man United assets, like let's look at the the nitty gritty. Let's look at the numbers. And so, uh, so this is the map of Marcus Rashford. Um, so this is again understat.com. We're not sponsored by them or anything. This is just uh, no, one not. of the um, one of the stats that I use. So um, here we have um, the xG chain ninety, which is the total xG of every possession the player is involved in per ninety. So like, how involved are they in the build up uh, play? xG build up per ninety as well is is a is quite a similar stat. And here we see that Marcus Rashford wasn't terribly involved uh, in those things, but like a lot of things were going through him. Um, when the terms in terms of the um, the chain possession, so that was good. We. Something that is encouraging for Marcus Rashford is that he did take four shots on goal, which is um, really good against the team like Wolves that were, um, you know, that looked really good, by the way. <laughs> you know, Wolves looked yeah, like a really decent team. And and uh, but the thing is, the quality of those shots weren't exactly very good. They are um, 0.33 XG per 90, which isn't great. And then, so the next, and and I've got a theory about Manchester United, but bear with me. So this is Bruno Fernandez, who, as we can see clearly, is very, very much involved in the build-up play, a lot more so than um, Marcus Rashford, and he um, registered um, three key passes during the entire game. Uh, which is great, and he had an um, expected assist of 0.31. So on another day, he, he could have got an ex- assist, you know, if someone had buried uh, one of those three key passes. For example, he also took a shot, which for me, as a Wolves team, going against that, who have like historically had a lot of space in front of their area, I would be expecting Bruno to take a few more shots but again not on corners anymore slightly concerned and he's a hole for now the thing that i think is the problem with manchester united at the moment and i I know it's early days but this is the stats of mason mount so keep in mind that bruno fernandez um area of effectiveness map and obviously the bigger the green uh surface area the more effective and more involved 
that player is in the game. Take a look at Mason Mount. And that is a shocking comparison in oh. terms of effectiveness and, and in terms of uh, involvement in build-up and the ability to offer any key passes. Um, didn't take any shots um, all game. It was registered zero expected assists, especially for a person on corners as well. So this could be potentially the weak link in the chain. I think Tenag will look at these numbers, maybe throw in someone um, different out there um, in in that role, but I'm not sure who would replace Mason Mount, but I, I feel like Ten Hag, what we do know is that he can have words with his team and um, and, and he can turn them round. But yeah, again, there, there we go, Mason Mount. And then, and then last but not least, um, I would like to, to share um, Luke Shaw, uh, who also did quite well. So the long and short f from me, just looking at the stats, is that your Man United assets are a hold for now, even though they dropped an absolute yeah. horror show. Red, um, against Wolves, on go on. Top of what you're going to say, are you able to just name to the audience who are watching tonight who United are playing for their next eight games, please? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, what you can do is you can go on the app and shove it. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of um, people who are in the chat, let's say hello to a couple more of the folks. It's Colm. Colm, welcome back. Obviously, uh, an FPL Addicts podcast regular. Welcome back, mate. And uh, Gary there just confirming that Jota yeah, is a Jota's mid. Which Jota is some, someone who I'm quite tempted by. But I think... last season, too. Yeah, yeah. Indeed. So, good stuff. Good stuff. Right. Let's, um, uh, let's uh, continue to move on yeah. with um, a couple of... Um, our, our teams, Chazza. Um, Chazza, do you want to share? Oh, you, you yes. already have. So, um, Chazza, do you just want to talk us through what happened um, with your game week this week and um, talk us through your team there, mate? Did we just go through it? Oh, yeah, sure. Wait, oh, you've already got mine on screen. How excellent. Yeah, so this is mine for game week two. Oh, do we not do this later in the podcast? What's going on here? No idea, mate. We're just rolling with it. All right, let's just roll with it, yeah. Just sure. get on with it. Yep, roll the transfer. <laughs> and the only thing I'm changing is the, who's starting in goal. That's all, because mm. I feel Matt Turner, his chances of keeping a clean sheet are relatively high this game week at home to Sheffield United. And it being at the city ground helps. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, what, um, what assets in, in your team... Your, I've got to say, mate, this is like the template, isn't it? It, it like is the, the boring, actual the template. That's what like it should be. Player yeah. for player, this is the template. Yeah. Um, Watkins and Matoma, Chilwell. You've probably got some money in the bank as well. One mil, yeah. Yeah, one mil in the bank. Is it burning a hole in, in your pocket? Look, it could be. I could have done Matoma to Madison, but... I wouldn't get rid of Matoma. Yeah, that's good. And um, yeah. were there any performances from this last week um, that um, 
you are particularly concerned about. So first of all, let's talk about the Gabrielle situation. Yeah, Gabrielle, because... I think it's fine. It's a surprise because there's a good consecutive streaks in terms well, of him starting games under He started Arteta the last and... 70 games. Yeah, 70 games. <laughs> I knew you'd find that off somewhere. And then he started yeah. Community Shield and I feel it was a tactical decision, which I yeah. find odd. Is he a hold? Is he a hold for you? And why? For now he is because the only transfer I'm thinking about at the moment is Bruno to Madison mm. and Gabriel. Like I'm content for what it is, but that's all for my team. It's only one week. Yeah. So if you're watching along in the chat and you've got Gabriel, let us know what you are yeah. doing with Gabriel. For me, and... I think I'm holding Gabriel at the yeah, moment because of the Timber injury. So mm. I feel like Saliba could move out slightly left and Gabriel could play that more middle role. If Arteta wants to go the, what was it, a 3-1-6? It looked like they were playing at one point. That was inc- incredible tactics. You it know, the, these, um, these Spanish managers with their, you know, tiki-taka football, which is, um, which is great. Yeah, so Mike Halpin, he says he's in... He's in the uh, the hold. hold boat, and also Gary is holding till after this week. Yeah, I think you know we can always take stock um, afterwards and and try and evaluate once we've got a little bit more information. Was it a slight knock? Um, I think it was FPL Raptor who said like, or oh, you know, can f- forgive me if I'm wrong for that, but he said um, he. He's just speculating, but could it have been like a training ground bust-up? Was he like late for training, which meant he didn't start or whatever? It could be anything. You know, we just don't know. Um, Or was it tactical? We just don't know. Um, But yeah, uh, Isaac, he he says, um, I reckon hold off on midfield or forward transfers and try to get onto James early, despite playing West Ham. Interesting. About Reese James, I feel those that started with him over Chilwell, it's worth holding on to James for the meantime because it's only one game week. In addition, we know what he's capable of. They got him off early due to managing his injury. He played 80 minutes, which is a good amount, nonetheless. Chilwell generally looked as a winner on Sunday. I would recommend bringing him in at your earliest opportunity. I'm not even joking. Hey, yeah, folks. Like, if you don't have Ben Chilwell in your team, yeah, you, you, you really like. He looked great. Like, I, I think um, let's talk FPL made a cracking, cracking tweet, which was um, uh, Chelsea striker costs five point five mil. Obviously, yeah. alluding to to Ben Chilwell, he was that far forward, wasn't he, Chazza? He was. Yeah, my question is because I'm not sure you do it this week. Probably next week, considering they're at home to Luton, would you consider yeah. doubling up on Chelsea's defence? I I think not this week. I I think whilst do I do like the idea of a double Chelsea defence, and I'm even tempted, by the way, by the idea of Johnson to Sanchez. By the way, to have a four point five mil. Um, Chelsea keeper in play. I'm tempted. However, I feel like we just don't have enough information yet yeah. either. Also, Jared Bowen is looking really good 
And you know, it could be an option for when our fixtures uh, for West Ham turn a little bit later on mm. in the season, because he looks to be playing as a centre forward right now, out of position, uh, FPL asset. Um, but also, I feel like Jarrah Bone could just carry on his really good form and just um, score a goal against Chelsea. I'd, I'm not sure I fancy them to cl- keep a clean sheet, is, is, is what I'm saying. But um, just whilst we're on the subject there of um, of Ben Chilwell, just check this out. So, you know, put, putting, putting Mason Mount to shame <laughs> as a left as a left wing back, you know, we, we can see here that um, 0.56 expected assists. Um, he did get us one assist. He was um, you get getting a good shot off um, with um, 0.26 expected goals per 90 minutes in, well, in that one game that he's played so far this season is, um, is putting him up there in terms of defenders. So, you know, well played to him. He's, um, he's, he is doing quite well. Um, in that regard, so yeah, um, I'll um take us through um my te- my team, and yeah. then we'll look towards uh, you know some of the assets. You're second we... at the moment. Yeah, you know what, Chaz? Actually, that's something we need to mention, isn't it? You know, me and you first and second, and then no one else shows up to the pod. Oh wait, what's that I... about? Am I allowed to say eight shit Jack or would I get kicked out? Oh yeah, no, you can say eat shit Jack. Okay, yeah. eight shit Jack, yeah. Let, let's get an eat shit Jack in, in the chat. You know. Um... YouTube would ban anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> YouTube's not gonna ban us for that. That's not a community oh, guidelines okay. violation, actually. <laughs> yeah. So while you're on it, before you take us to the top, let's as a team go through Sam Johnson's performance because No, no, before we even do that. Before we oh. even do that. Folks, look at how aesthetic my team is. Look at that. That is... Oh. That's glorious. Yes, I knew bringing myself into this... Hashtag aesthetic rev in the chat, please. Aesthetics. Yeah. Aesthetics. I know. Rev aesthetics, yes. <laughs> you know, we've got the three Arsenal. We've got the three Man United. We've got the, the, the triangle of the, the Man City players there. Then we've got a Stephen Allen Johnson. It's just... Yeah. My question oh. is, why did you not want to go for a Brighton midfield or attacker initially? I, I didn't really like any of the 6.5 mil mids. Right. To be not honest. Even, I thought we'd have stacks of options, and it looks like we do. Yeah. No the only, neither. The, the one I was tempted by was Richarlison. And then what happened yeah. was... Um, so just to give a little bit of history... To people watching at home is is that I originally had Richarlison, um, and then what happened was we got the John Stones team news mm. that John Stones wasn't going to be in in the team, and I, and just and then we got the news that Phil Foden would be starting, so I was like, well, you know what, I've already got Haaland and, and Alvarez, let's just go Richarlison to Phil Foden. And then let's go, uh, John Stones, to Shaw. And um, and that was a pretty easy switch for me. Like I feel like Foden was a little bit unlucky not to get anything um, out of that third game. But you know, Alvarez got a return. Haaland got got his two goals, so I'm quite happy with that. Um, the only thing that I 
would say, again, I'm concerned about is the Manchester United assets, but we've covered that. Um, the question is, what do we do going into to game week two? And so um, I'm tempted, I'm still tempted to get rid of um, Bruno. Now, if I'm going to get rid of Bruno for anyone at the moment, I kind of feel like um, I would like Eze because Eze really impressed me in as much. However, he plays Arsenal in the next game. So again, it's a hold for me. Like for, for those of you who've got your eye on Eze, um, Eze created one big chance, uh, created seven total big chances and registered an expected goal involvement of 1.09. So, you know, he was really lucky not to get a return. The other person who I've got my eye on at the moment is um, Diaby uh, from Aston Villa, who play well. against my mm. beloved Everton. You know, he, he looked he looked pretty good. He created two chances, had three um three shots on goal and had a 0.47 expected goal involvement between the goals and assists so you know you know not well breaking numbers but against the newcastle side who are very good defensively that they actually are pretty good and so diaby is the one who's tempting me at the moment um, if you're still uh, listening along in the chat, make sure you let us know which um, 6.5 mil mid has caught your eye and why. But until then, I don't. I feel like I'm not really going to make any moves in midfield just because of the the fixtures, and also I, f I feel like I need more information. Would be nicer to go into game week three with um, with more info instead of just like knee jerking straight away mm. and. Um, and going from there, um, let's have a go at my uh, yeah. pick team, pick which is sort of, I want to briefly talk about, and that's Brentford. So this is about yes. David Ray now and Ivan Tony. Mm -hmm. Both of their strikers got on the score sheet. Are you tempted in any way of considering them for future transfer? Yeah, Brian and Bumo has to be in everyone's thoughts, really. Um, he got the penalty, and you know, some people go, oh, people with the penalty takers get so lucky because their players get penalties. I'm like, well, no, that's part of the reason you pick them. You know, so even though I don't have them, I can't be mad that I didn't pick, you know, Brentford's known penalty taker. That's on me, <laughs> you know? Um, so I, I do think that, you know, Mbumo is a pretty good shout you know, this week does again. It plays Fulham away. I think they could feast again. Um, and so, so yeah, it's a it's a pretty, pretty interesting one. For the time being, mate. Mm. That's our Drow Pedro. Actually, it's another player. Yeah, Drow Pedro awesome. penalty taker again. Penalty By the way, missed oh, an absolute sitter. Like my three year old could have scored that. And I've sure. met her too. Is it? No, that's uh, George. George. Well, I, you know, my, my four-year-old Nell could have mm -hmm. um, scored it. My, my six-year-old Ray could have scored it. Heck, even Jack Gillers could have scored it. You know, you know that that's how low the bar was for that particular chance. And so, 
when it comes to Yao Pedro's numbers, by the way, in terms of like, um, in terms of his stats, it's how we roll, Rip. You're bringing stats, I'm bringing vibes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a bit hard to judge like what his, um, what his data is saying because one, he got the penalty, and two, he got um that absolute sitter. So his expected goals are going to be through the roof. And so um, at the moment, what I don't have to hand is non-penalty um, expected goal involvement. Um, and that would be quite interesting to see. But if we look at Yao Pedro and, and we look at his map over here, we see, you know, not too involved in getting assists. But um, yeah, Gary, absolutely correct. Miss of the week. Yeah. Miss of the season, maybe? Miss of the season already, game week one, potentially. But um as as we can see here, you know, um really good um goal. Obviously took the penalty quite well. Um is expected goals per ninety is one point four four. Now you have to bear in mind that he missed an absolute like probably 0.9 XG chance and then also had a penalty as well. So the fact that like he he missed that like he, he could have had two to be honest but just wasn't finishing it but other than those two big chances for me didn't seem too involved and and that just might be me someone else can correct me if they think I'm wrong but you know the 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 four four shots on on the day um see him here um yeah Four four shots, zero point zero one expected assists, and then, which is very low. But yeah, it it shows that you know he's he's not getting that involved in those chances for me. He he probably needs to do a bit more to impress me. But maybe I'm expecting too much from a five point five nil. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, I think. Go for a check on our other legs as well. Yes, yes, we should. Let let's have, let's have a quick look at the leagues. So first of all, we have the FPL Addicts Public League. We do. Um, we have. Um, let's just get right in there. Oh, by the way, love that team name. Oh, Nana, what's my name? What's my name? And then uh, we got Biscuits by Adrian Eason. Congrats. Yeah. Let's just have a look at this team. What did he do here? A game week one bench boost. You techie, techie person. Look um, at that. I'll probably get the screen up, to be honest, Rev. Oh, sorry about that. I'm sharing the wrong screen. Yeah, so, yeah, 104 points. A game week one bench boost. Yeah. Um, Onana, Gabriel, Saliba, Stupinant, Shaw, Saka, Foden, Matona, Matoma Fernandez, Harland, Yao Pedro, and then Johnson, Son, Wisa, and Rico. That is bold. It that is, is yeah. bold. And I respect it. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. That's good. Yeah. Excellent. Um, so, Adrian Eason there, congrats to you on being the manager of the week. Um, let's go to let's... our women's league if you've got that. I, I can get it up if you want me to. Right? Oh, yeah, if you can get that one up. And whilst right. in the meantime, I will go to our FPL Addicts Podcast League. Well, 
plays here too. you see me uh, Hakuna Matata um, I thought that was a really original name and then someone said there's like 70 people with that name so it turns out I'm not that original yes Gary that was a, that was a baller play Oh, yeah, ball of play. And so, yeah, I'm sat there pretty with 74, right on your heels, mate, uh, with you there with 78. Uh, yeah. Bell's Kitchen, which yeah, is a gr great ask, name. What, but... What's with the team changes names all of a sudden? Because I really enjoyed last season's, and now everyone wants to call it by religion or if Bell has a kitchen. No, so Bell's Kitchen is a good name, like Bell's Kitchen hell's kitchen right let, let us know in the comments by the way what your fantasy football team name is and uh let's let's um let's see who's got the funniest one but um hakuna mateta what a wonderful phrase you know you've got man, man of steel yes steel got the goalkeeper is the pope catholic is the pope catholic yeah because no that's a good name because it's a good phrase and also newcastle's goalkeeper's called pope i just want to call out Publicly on stream, Chris Reed, your team name is what Trash. Getting tasty, it? baby. Get what? What? Oh, do, oh, do you know how fancy football reason. team names work? Like, and then Jillers Killers FC. Oh, look at me! Oh, I look like Gary Neville, like, and I, and I can oh, rhyme. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Although it's good to see Jack at the absolute bottom of the league. More That's game the start we wanted for him. Yes, That's indeed. the start we wanted, though. Yeah, yeah for now. We'll take it. We'll take it. seven more chapters to go. That's why I'm going to bring in, which I think this is a women's league. Yeah, right yeah. Here. Now, it's not about the scores because it's already tight. I'm just here for the team names. Now, the Harlan Shake, I'm all for. That's really good. That's really good, isn't it? Do the Harlem Shake. That is like an ancient meme, by the way. Yeah. Aside from that, those would be... Anyway, who are we saying congrats to? Who's at the very top? I can't pronounce her name, but Zakaria, congratulations. You're game week one. Well done. Okay, congratulations. Uh, for for smashing it so far Indeed. so that just leaves us with um gary as well and he says banjos and which fc for me banjos <laughs> and, and and which what <laughs> i've got my head around some of these no, names no one knows yeah but um we are left chaza with my favourite part of the podcast. Now, I know it's your favourite part, but before that, way before that, because... Go on. I'm going to say to the viewers, if you... Now, I'm not sure. Do you have the EPL Live little thingy on you or not? Because I'll just say it as it is. You mean this? No, nah, the EPL Live sports made up. Not that one. No, no. Oh, you don't this have one. It, that one, yes, please. Thank you, Rev. You've come on time eventually. Good stuff. Now, Mate, you, you were late for the podcast. Don't you even dare to start talking to me about being on time for anything. You <laughs> scrambling a pizza when you should be working. Sit uh, down and shut your leg. <laughs> I, I, I speak on my pizza just before I get onto this advertisement. I, it, it was a normal pizza. Pizza with a lot, but chicken parmigiana on top because I wasn't too sure if I wanted to have a large pizza tonight or a chicken parmigiana. I mean, that does sound like a pretty delicious scram, to be it fair. It was. 
a squint. That's a, that's a dirty scrum, though. Pizza with, with, with a Parma on it. Whoa. Yeah, just the Parma slices on top. I know. How crazy. So, wow. Scram watch, start of a season. We all love it. Anyways, back into the bigger picture. Here we got, if you haven't got it already, please download the EPL Live app, which I hope on my behalf to do this on a weekly basis, put on weekly articles, giving you the game week review and the game week preview, heading into the coming game week, looking at which assets are in the spotlight, which assets have performed really well alongside some captaincy options. So that was all for the advertisement on this app here. I'm trying to go make sure this mirror is okay, but yep, there you go. Yeah, great stuff. Already? There so, you go. Um, Chazza, mate, I'm going to be handing over to you ladies and gentlemen and okay. everything in between i'm going to hand over to the chaza roberts i hope you're ready for some pure and utter F- fpl nonsense it's the captain i might be ready my preparation isn't all that quite because i've only got three options which are all included in this article that's all i have at the minute but anyways let's go for the song it's by the remix it's not a remix but it's just a song by tom grennan called remind me so this is how i go Millions of Harland owners, his goal scoring won't go away. I was trying to find if Mo Sal is still the same. Dun, 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 dun. Bukayo's vision does not fade. We were hoping Jao Pedro does not blank. The night that Mo's dancing, it's all coming back to me. He said, Captain C is on. Do we trust on Bruno or Benny Chilwell or Martinelli? Martinelli, get or Gabby Martinelli. Martinelli, I don't even know. I haven't done a song since last season's gone. Gabby Martinelli. And then I go to the next verse and then it goes, I needed the time to find me. Pastor Coglu said sorry. If he tried to captain now, I promise Kane would never leave. Oh, I won't. There you go. That's all for this edition. Uh, actually, yeah. So that's the... Mate, like, I mean, I really, really appreciate that, but also, I don't know who you're captaining. <laughs> that's good. You mentioned about nine players. Part. Okay, so go on. What, what, what are the three three options? Three options. We, we, we would get there eventually, okay? Yeah. It's a great way to put it, Calm. All right, so Haaland. I think there's two standouts, him and the Egyptian, who could roar for yet another season in my cellar. Haaland first started this season, such as last campaign, with a brace away at Burnley, done by half-time. In his league meetings against Newcastle last season, he got a goal away at St. James's Park this time last campaign and got an assist in their 2-0 home win. Mo Salah, he's got a very good record against the Cherries. He scored eight goals in his six meetings against Bournemouth. But let's not forget, he did blank in their 9-0 home win. He did actually score a hat-trick a few seasons back against his side too. <laughs> Had an assist to start off the campaign, and what a delicious assist that was. He mm. should have got another goal, but it was ruled, sadly, offside, such as Benny Chirwell. Unfortunately, he's not part of the options in this one, sadly. 
But curveball for this one. Now, unfortunately, if I had more preparation, I thoroughly apologise to your viewers. But it's Bakayo Saka, who's a cheeky curveball. He notched two goals and two assists from his two meetings against Crystal Palace last season. That also included an 18-point haul at home to the Emirates in their 4-1 home win. Adding on, the star boy number seven started off the season in sublime style with a lovely 10-pointer at home to Nottingham Forest. Follow Bon Appetit. That's just another addition to Captain's Corner. That's great. Thank you so much there, Chazza. And I, and I do think that with Newcastle looking amazing, given a 5-1 thrashing of Aston Villa, I think mm. there will be some people who might be tempted oh, away from it. the Nordic meat shield. This week, if you're one of those people, let us know in the comments if you're going to be captaining someone other than Erlen Haaland. And, um, but yeah, until then, Chazza, I think we've come to the end of the show, mate. I think we have, indeed. It is, so uh, yeah, thank you all so much for uh, tuning in. You know, again, if you have loved uh, today's podcast, uh, please do feel free to to leave us some love whether that's on the app that we just mentioned there uh, whether that's on youtube with a like and a subscribe for us uh leaving all your comments that's uh, really appreciated it really helps us it does. It's, it's good to grow our community and connect with you all thanks to everyone as well who's been in here in the chat making our nonsense podcast cost blah, blah, blah. making our nonsense podcast make some sense <laughs> what <laughs> um and uh, yeah, Nathan, good stuff, boys. Hey, thank you, Nathan, yeah. for, for your great support. We will Thanks, be John. back next week, of course, for the game week preview. Chazza, final word from you. Yeah, look, that, I'll tell you this. People aren't subscribing for the songs. I guarantee you that much. But there could be another song coming in game week three. Thanks to those who tuned in. And really enjoyed the discussion with you, Rev, as well. And finally, eat shit, Jack. Eat shit, Jack. <laughs>